Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Join us now. Our big buddy, Mitch Tischler. What's up, Mitch? How you doing, brother? What's going on, B? How are you, bud? I am chilling, brother. I'm chilling, chilling, chilling. What uh, state are you in? <laughs> I'm... In Maryland, I'm at home. All right. Take us through. We're going to get to football. But Mitch just got back from a a tour de force of Kentucky, I believe. Where the hell were you? Yeah, it was a whirlwind trip. Um, we were in Kentucky. Uh, me and a buddy, we, every year we go on a college basketball trip where we hit up uh, kind of a bunch of uh, small school games and, and uh, check out new arenas and, and stadiums. And kind of last minute on – Friday afternoon at 5 o'clock, uh, I found out that we uh, got tickets for Kentucky, Alabama, um, which was a Saturday at 4 o'clock game. That's not so, small schools right there, Mitch. Well, you're get, get ready, B. Uh, <laughs> we got in the car Friday Friday night, uh, drove to Kentucky about did Brooks, seven hours or did so. Did Brooks help you out uh, with that, Merriweather? How did that all yeah. come to be? Yeah, Brooks uh, Brooks and Chris Kerwin from Channel 4 both uh, helped hook it up. Uh, That's awesome. Buddy, uh, who is a video coordinator at Kentucky who used to work here in DC with us. So um, he helped hook it up, but we hopped in the car, drove out there at noon. We went to an Eastern Kentucky basketball game. How long is, is the drive to Kentucky? Rock. What's that? How long is the drive to Kentucky? It was about a seven hour drive. We, we drove to a uh, small casino in uh, Huntington, West Virginia, stayed the night there and then drove an hour in the morning uh, over to the Eastern Kentucky game. Okay. So, yeah, so we went to East Kentucky at uh, at noon, and then uh, after that, drove a half hour up the road and saw uh, Kentucky Alabama, which was just an incredible game. Yeah, but and then we woke up Sunday and went to a game at Northern Kentucky University before uh, driving home last night, and uh, got home around uh, one a.m. or so. So wow. you know, up and early and uh, ready ready to get them. That's a lot of driving and hoops, and I imagine bourbon when you weren't driving. Um, so the now, number of, uh, the number of bets that we put down in the course of a, uh, you know, 24 hour period was, uh, was pretty staggering. I, I can only imagine, dude, and I know you well. And if you're saying it's staggering, I can only freaking imagine. Um, let's turn our focus to the combine. Uh, what do you make of Marvin Harrison jr? Not only not working out, but he's just not even going to Indy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of one of those things that you're starting to see the uh, evolution of star players kind of taking control of their of their of their fate, and we've seen it with quarterbacks for years now, where you know not a ton of them will throw at the combine, but they'll at least be there to 
go through the measurables and go through the interviews and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I think you started to see it, you know, kind of a couple of years ago in the NBA when, you know, Kevin Durant and players and, and LeBron James and everyone kind of started taking control of what they wanted to do for themselves and not allow kind of the leagues to, to dictate, you know, what, what was going to happen. And you're starting to see that as uh, as it's trickling down uh, to the NFL where quarterbacks, you know, aren't throwing too much at the combine. And now you're going to start, I think, start seeing other, uh, you know, core players, guys who, who are top five, top 10, you know, work out on their terms and, and show teams uh, what they want on, on, on their court. Well, the combine is a money-making venture for the NFL. But if it was as important as it, uh, they try to make it seem, it would be 100% participation with all the people from the NFL teams, okay? And they wouldn't still come to your school and make you do something else if the combine was all-encompassing. Yeah, I mean, to me, I think the most important part of the combine, you're right, it's, an, it's a money-making thing for the NFL, especially as you look at the way that it's uh, changed over the years to now it's you know, a primetime event that they want to play you know, it, you know, from seven to 10 o'clock at, you know, Wednesday night through, through Saturday night or whatever. But to me, the most important part of the, of the, of the combine for players and coaches is kind of the interviews and getting to know each other and, you know, kind of the, the, all the stuff that happens behind the scenes that you don't necessarily see, you know, them, you know, doing the underwear Olympics out on the field per se. Um, but, it, 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 it doesn't change the fact that it is surprising that they, that Marvin Harrison's not even going to be there at all. Um, but he's able to kind of write his own, uh, you know, write his own uh, story and create his own path, and then he's doing that. Yeah, it, it's it's fascinating. It, but there's also like we got to be honest about the combine because what the NFL has turned it into is this like marketing blitz to get all the fans kind of into draft mode, which they've turned into this massive. I mean, traveling circus, right? But the the more, the, I'd argue the real functionality of the combine is kind of for agents and team executives to set the market for free agency in two weeks. So it's like, yeah, you know, we're going to watch these kids work out at night, but the, the real conversations that are happening are oh, the agent just happens to bump into the exec in those weird skywalks, whatever they're called, and and figure out I like I was telling somebody this story. The, the biggest kind of scoop I've ever gotten at the combine was if you remember a few years ago, um, Austin Hooper was the big free agent. I think it was Ron's first year, and there was a lot yeah. of talk that Washington was gonna go after Hooper. And I bumped into his agent in a lobby of a hotel, like literally physically bumped into him and started talking. And he's like, Yeah, dude, it's Cleveland, it's not gonna be Washington. Um, and he was right, and it was Cleveland, and all that happened, right? Like, all that is what's happening in Indy, and the it, it's almost like you you go to a restaurant or something, but it's, it's really just so you can try, like, the wine, and you don't really care about the food or something. Like, the main course, these kids running around and working out, isn't the primary functionality of the week in Indianapolis. No, I mean... Certainly not, but I, I I do think there is a piece of it. And, you know, for the top prospects, you have a pretty good idea of, you know, where you're going to be going in the drafts for the guys who are, you know, kind of the top 10, top 15 guys. And so maybe those kind of interviews and meet and greets aren't as important. But as you get a little further down the list, I mean, you know, there's more to the combine than, you know, just the quarterbacks or, or Joe Alt or Marvin Harrison Jr. 
you know, there's the guys who are going in the second, third, and fourth rounds and, you know, and beyond. And, you know, for them to have an opportunity to to, to, to show teams who they are and to, to meet and greet, I think is an important aspect of the, of the combine as it leads up to the draft because, you know, there's there's only so many times that, you know, you're, you know, the 150th prospect in the in the draft is going to be able to, you know, do a to, to do a, a car wash and, and get to meet with five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you know, twelve different teams and get to you know show who they are. So, uh, you know, it is definitely a lot about free agency when you look at kind of the GMs and the and the agents and stuff like that. But I think for the players, especially as you get a little further down the draft board, it's important for them to be able to meet with teams and, and kind of show who they are. But but should it be just like coaches are? We have two tra- two trains of thought for the dip- the level of the person. Marvin Harrison not being there, non-story to me. If it was a guy that's going to be drafted uh, in the sixth, seventh round, that's a story. For me, I would say non-issue, but it is a story. It's like, a non-story. I, I'm not, it's I'm a not, non-story, Jay. I think it's fine, but it's it's news in that this is a top prospect not even going. But it's a, it's a, it's a top prospect not going when other people did similar things in the past. They go and don't do any of the work. They go and right. don't talk to anybody. So it's a non-story. We we try to make all these things into a story. That's not a story. If it was a guy that's not going to get drafted, a guy that's, that's, that's battling to try to get into the draft, that's a guy, that's a story to me. But a guy that we know going to go first round? Come on. Well, and there's plenty of people that weren't even invited. That like I think uh, Doug Baldwin wasn't invited. I mean, there have been guys that have popped that didn't play in the combine. I also was pretty impressed that Mitch waited – Almost 12 minutes without bringing up late round offensive linemen, like but, you but, clearly see, wanted to right there. I went to the combine as a quarterback. They weren't looking to me as no damn quarterback. So why would they send me there as a quarterback? Go through all the stuff with the quarterback, knowing I was going to play another position. So I did better going with the running backs, right, or something like that. So the combine is not a just like the first round is not a guarantee. The combine is not a perfect science. All right, big man. I will. Uh, I'll see you in Indy. All right, Mitchell. I'll see you in- all right, that's, hey, our, that's our guy, Mitch Tischler. You can give him a follow at Mitch underscore Tischler. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.